Hello, and welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights, the show where we ask SaaS founders, CEOs, marketers, and investors about the lessons they've learned in their quest to grow their companies. My name is Paul Stevenson, and I'm founder and CEO of SaaS marketing agency, 47 Insights. On today's show, I have an interview with Vinimar Agarwal, founder of Get Set Go Marketing. Hope you enjoy it. Vinimar Agarwal, um, welcome to SaaS Marketing Insights. Thank you, Paul. Uh, my pleasure to be here on your show. Um, so, you, <laughs> we, I'm still laughing because we, we were just talking now about, about your background and uh, it made me smile so much. So, um, you started out as uh, an engineer and then uh, went into the world of tech marketing. Um, and you've had some interesting developments along the way. So why don't you start off by by telling us about how you got started as an engineer and what made you change to to become a, a, a marketer and then how did your career uh, progress from there? Sure. So um, I started off my, uh, uh, as an engineer immediately right after my graduation. I went uh, after my master's degree in uh, computer engineering. I went to school in the East Coast. And then my first job was uh, that of uh, actually an application writer. And, uh, you know, it was not uh, a SaaS distribution model. It was like a software that was sent to customers via email, like a zip file, a tar file. Um, And I wrote applications in C++. And it was an electronic design automation company. So I, I was using hardware description languages. It was an interesting world, and I was uh, one of the only engineers in a team of like, uh, in a bootstrapped, actually that was a bootstrapped startup, and uh, uh, so about four years down the line, I know, I, you know, I was working with these world-class engineers, and I was like, I, I kind of uh, took a deep inventory of my own skills and where I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. I was like, you know what, I really don't think I want to be as good as they are. I don't want to be. I don't want to put in the effort because that's not my passion. That's not my calling. I really like to be in front of people. And uh, that's when I decided, okay, I want to pivot in the world of marketing. But as I was working in a bootstrap startup and, you know, like all the bootstrapper friends, they know they they were serving, the company was very successful and it did not want to go beyond a certain size. And they're like, you know, we don't have a need for a marketer. So if you want to go into marketing, uh, you're on your own. So that <laughs> I was like, I was again in the wild west and I had to figure my way out. And um, they were like, okay, how do I pivot from being a uh, marketer, uh, from an engineer to a marketer? And then I had this very bright idea. I just wanted to move back to India. Uh, <laughs> so you're in the US and then you move back to India to change from engineer to marketer. Is that right? product management. So I was, uh, and, and another interesting thing happened. I was a product manager for, I work for India's, uh, the biggest online dating company. It's called Shadi.com. It's equivalent to Match.com. And so they were coming up with this uh, product called uh, Shadi Pages, which is like the not for wedding related services. And they said, we have an opening for a product manager. Would you like to come in and you own the product? Sure. I interviewed and I got in. 
and I led the product development, product marketing, everything. And wow. the product, and that was my introduction into the world of product management and marketing. And I really enjoyed it. I was like, this is it. This is what I want to do. And you know, there was some, so I kind of knew that I wanted to be a marketer and a product manager and I wanted to be with people and I really enjoyed it. And so then I, I went, you know, it was, and it, this was an assignment that I took as an, as a fun, as an experiment. I wasn't, I wasn't like, you know, under the world of dating. And it was like, it was an interesting, interesting change from um, working for, uh, what do you say, EDA company to dating company. Anyways, long story short, then I, I got into business school to formally get training in marketing, which I look back and think was not needed, you know. So if you're looking to go to <laughs> <laughs> save your dollars you know put that money bootstrap something get started <laughs> don't do that so. i agree <laughs> so as a bootstrapper i wouldn't advise that path anyways i took that path luckily i didn't have loans i kind of could pay my way through it because i saved from my job but um so after that uh, I, uh after my business school and i was doing some assignments on the side you know i had some a gig at walmart e-commerce and apple and then came along rockstore which was an open source uh, infrastructure as a service company. And they had like a, actually a NAS platform, network attached storage platform. I, 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 and you know, now we're talking about SaaS. I really did not know SaaS. I knew SaaS as a business model and I didn't know that this was this hot thing. So this was my introduction into the world of SaaS. It was not really a SaaS, but it was like platform as a, uh, infrastructure as a service. It was like an AWS, but for open source. So at Rockstore, I was head of marketing. Uh, and then, you know, Rockstore, the founder made that classic mistake uh, that I see. Uh, uh, anyways, I think I'll stop there. I kind of am deviating from the question. So maybe we'll move on to the next question. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So Rockstore is actually like a, a, a software um, product and it is a subscription, isn't it? You can download it. It's open source software. You can freely use it. But if you want the most stable version, then there's there's an annual subscription. So, yeah, it's uh, infrastructure as a service slash SaaS. Uh, and uh, how long you, were you at Rockstore? I was about for a year, year and a half. Uh, sure. So, so another the biggest learning we had at Rockstore was, you know, so it is one of those classic founder mistakes that. Uh, we made that we kind of spent most of the time and money on product development. We really did not follow the market first approach. So by the time it came to finding customers and we were, we were on a very good, you know, we had a good product, we had run out of money. <laughs> <laughs> but the business, um, you know, is, it, it's still going now. It's successful. So did the founder learn from his mistake or her mistake? Yes, he learned from his mistake. The company is still around. There are some open source contributors, but then as a product, so because you know, then again, as a biggest learning in open source project is uh, products is, is like the pivot from being an open source project to an actually an enterprise product, and that's a hard one. You know, that's where most of these open source projects kind of they don't don't are not able to bridge that gap. So the project is still around. But I'm, I'm not, it's not a product yet. So it's not used by enterprises, you know. And the founder ended had to find a job for himself because he invested two years. He bootstrapped it for uh, two and a half years, three years actually. And then uh, he did not follow a market-first approach. And then 
And actually, once he had exhausted all his money, he found uh, Rob Walling's book, Start Small, Stay Small. It's like, <laughs> why did I not find this before? <laughs> Great. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so that's uh, Rob Walling of uh, Drip fame and uh, Microconf and Startups for the Rest of Us, uh, a hero to the bootstrap uh, community. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, and so, uh, as I understand it, so at what stage... So you were in India and then you moved back um, to the U.S., got this job with Rockstore. And uh, since then, I believe, you know, you've uh, you've had a family. And um, tell us about your the latest development that uh, you're working on and uh, how that um, has changed your, your thinking on marketing. Yes. So um, I, I, all, um, I founded this uh, consulting called Get Set Go Marketing. Um, and then the whole idea, after I pivoted from, uh, I mean, Rockstar, I was on a maternity leave for two and a half years. And then I kind of like uh, was thinking about what would be my next step and how am I going to reinvent myself as a marketer? Where do I belong? Uh, where do I fit in? You know, what role, what really defines me? And it was very hard to find a box that really fit me. So I was like, okay, let me be position myself as a content writer. And then um, with that identity, I launched Get Set Go Marketing, bootstrapped it, launched it in uh, December of 2018, formally. And then I had a, you know, I put up a website and I started looking for clients. And but something within me was not feeling right. I was like, you know, I'm I I come from this diverse background and I can write content, but I'm not sure if this is, you know, and I did write content for Rockstore. Um, but uh, and then I had a chance to come to Microconf in uh, March. And then I heard some speakers who were, in, who were uh, content marketers. I was like, and then actually there was one speaker, Asia Madhav, and she uh, influenced me. Um, and I was like, you know what? I'm actually not really a content marketer. I'm really a growth marketer. And my success at Rockstar was helping them find the initial traction to build that open source community and, you know, to use the growth channels. Um, and that's, and then I, you know, and then I was like, you know, I'm now, and so Get Set Go Marketing is now at a point where I'm repositioning it. My current website is, all, is about content marketing, but I think in two months, my goal is to change that into message into that of a growth marketer. So that is my venture, and I created success at Rockstar uh, by being able to build their open source community, find a funnel where you know we found our contributors, we found initial customers, we found our first university customers through that funnel. So that was my success, and I and that's a template I followed. You know, there's a there was a discussion at Microconf. There was a book called Fraction, and I implemented that framework. So I think I, and that's what I want to offer for now as a service, mm. growth marketing as a service. And that's what my company is about, Get Set Go Marketing. I think that's great. And I, I think that's much more in line with your engineering background. I mean, you know, the problem for, for me with content marketing and, and just content is, yeah, I mean, there is some science behind content uh, and, you know, the strategy and the framework and the way that you go about doing it. but. Uh, as a growth marketer, you get to run experiments, which is a, a lot more of a the scientific model, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and 
you know, as a as a content marketer, it's really hard to tell uh, how your stuff is, you know, work whether it's working or not. Yes, I mean they do measure in terms of number of clicks and number of shares, in terms of the virality of the content. But again, it's very hard to predict, you know, how the content would do. And I'm yeah, yeah, but I, I, yeah. I think that's that's right. That's right. So. Um, so tell me about how, so you've had a number of really interesting journeys, I think. Uh, you know, you started out in engineering, you, uh, you know, went, moved from India to the US to, uh, you know, go to a college uh, and then moved back to India and then moved back to the US. Uh, and, you know, you, you started this career in engineering, pivoted to marketing. Um, and now you've positioned what you do in, in in marketing much more finely and more in in line with actually what your what your passion is. Yeah. Um, so, is there any chance that you're going to go back to India? <laughs> um, and you know, I really hope not India, but really, I would love to be in a situation where I can be have the ability to work from anywhere in the world. Exactly. I, and, you know, I would love to be in India because I see this lot of startup energy and coming in and lots of interesting ideas coming in. And I would love to work with people. And that's what I found out in my time I was in India. I met my friends who were doing all kinds of interesting startups. They had interesting ideas. And some of them are doing really well right now. So yeah. energy is really infectious. Yeah, I, I don't know anything about the Indian startup scene or, or SaaS scene. But I do know that uh, you know there's there's a hell of a lot of engineers uh, and marketers in in Silicon Valley uh, who you know start started off in India and uh, and moved went with the money I guess yeah. uh, but uh, you know if that talent was uh, in India and working with Indian companies uh, you know the true power of India as a as a as a as a nation and uh, and the people. Uh, is unbelievable uh, because you know they're, they're so spread all over the world <laughs> doing all of the work uh, that if they were all contained concentrating in India, um, you know you guys would uh, would would really punch a lot uh, higher in the world than it currently looks. So I think there is a ton of opportunity. Uh, I'd, I'd definitely like to know more about the Indian um, SaaS and tech and, and marketing scene. It's, it's and it's happening like you know we have all kinds of meetups open source meetups in india whatever technology is happening in india people are actually using it and you, you'll be surprised with the, the kind of things that are happening in india really in every aspect of technology yeah kubernetes or open source or bootstrapping people are doing very interesting stuff hmm. and that is my inspiration like that is my why to be actually a part of that scene as well as in the US, if I can do that in terms of my vision, I think I've found it. That's my passion. And yeah. being able to build a business around that, that's it, you know. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's where I want to exist. And that's, um, that's the big why behind Gets, Gets at Go Marketing. Yeah. So let's see if we can find you um, a client. So who, you know, who would be your ideal client? Um, because actually... You don't want to work for everyone, uh, and you don't want hundreds of clients. You probably only need a handful, maybe one or two, uh, really good ones. Um, so you know, 
what sort of organization, what sort of size, what sort of uh, industry would 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 you think that you would be able to work best with? You know, so I think I work best with uh, engineers, tech founders, and uh, a startup that the the founder values marketing. They really value the market for just approach, but they just don't have the time or the bandwidth or even the skills to be good at that. And that's where I come in and I help them with uh, setting up their marketing. And uh, because what startups are really looking for is growth. And I come in and help them with the finding, understanding their audience, where their audience is, what the, and defining the product positioning. And then uh, finding channels that help them get that initial traction. So in terms of uh, size, I would say it, it is like it's a team of five to ten. It's they have funding and they believe in marketing. It's like they believe in that market first approach because I see a lot of founders make that mistake. You know, current I just was talking to a company yesterday and the, the classic mistake the founder has made. It's a very interesting product. It's an AI product and it's ready. It's almost ready, but they don't have a market for it. And they're just on the verge of, uh, they have almost run, they've run out of the funding and they don't have much time. And now they want to find the market. And it's like, no, 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 no. This had to be done like two years in advance. You know, you have to find your audience first and then build a product. So learning from that lessons and also from Rockstore, I would really like to work with a founder who understands marketing and wants to do that at the early, at early start part of the product development cycle. So that would be my ideal plan. That sounds fantastic. And I think you're so right. You know, uh, how soon should you start? Well, you should be starting marketing when you're starting coding, <laughs> when you're planning at the same, same time. Uh, fantastic. Uh, Vinimar, thank you very much for insights into w- what's been uh, an interesting career so far. Um, I think you're, you're right on the money with your move into uh, growth marketing. I think uh, it definitely uh, suits uh, the way that, that you think uh, and the, the passion that you have for, for growth. Uh, and I, I wish you a, a ton of luck with it. Um, and uh, yeah, let me know how you get on. Yes, thank you so much, Paul, for having me on this podcast and taking the time to ask for my insights and discussing my career. Appreciate it. Appreciate this opportunity a lot. You know, thanks for giving the founders like me who are in on the very early part of their uh, entrepreneurial journeys to have a platform to voice our uh, what we think and uh, what where we want to go. So, which I think is very important. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Vinimar. For more info on Get Set Go Marketing, please visit www.getsetgomarketing.com. For more info about this show and to get our links to iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher and YouTube, check out www.47insights.com. And if you have any SaaS marketing insights that you'd like to share on the show, please get in touch. Until next time.